I think the purists, the our our like hardcore fans would revolt if we uh, just sampled the Panther Roar instead of like having a bit of dialogue at the start of every single episode about how we forget to do it and then like talking like I'm talking now about while I'm just like wasting time while Miles pulls up the video and then the video itself has like a countdown and it's right. in Italian for some reason. Yeah, um, people would hate it if they if we didn't have this you mean if we got into the intro right off the bat like if i was like i'm miles this is my co-host dave yeah. and our guest theo Cohn. thank Hi. you for joining us theo oh, yeah. anytime anytime and you're listening to heat seeking panther <laughs> No, yeah, people would fucking hate that. Yeah, they they would they would ride in the streets. They could tell. Yeah. If there's not that like 50 second <laughs> awkward delay before you guys press that button and <laughs> Oh my god. Well, but also the whole thing there's like multiple slides before the countdown too of Italian. I don't know what it says. So, I'm <laughs> I mean, again, I could easily translate it we if I really wanted it. to know, but I'm just like, it's we've just had the same conversation yeah. on mic so many times. I know. <laughs> These are a it bunch of in. idiots. They're a bunch it, of idiots. No, people love it. <laughs> Can't wait till we can do live shows and then the whole we do this during yeah, the we live do it show, live. the first 10 minutes. It's like uh, sound check. We just like talk about the sample yeah, and play it over it, and over again. It'll be electrifying. <laughs> Dave, what movie are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, what movie? Uh, it, I just watched it. It's called Between Worlds from 2018. Um, yeah, uh, but I, I was going to say, Theo, this is your second time. This is on the my show. second, time. second yeah. time in the den. Uh, it feels so good to be back. Wait, and you oh, were what? here two years ago, almost to the day. It was March 8th. 2019. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah, so it's only like a couple days. Uh, what, what movie was it? <laughs> Season of the Witch, dude. Come oh, on. Or sh- should have been Season called of the Se- Bitch. Yes, that well that and Season of the Demon, dude, because there's yeah. no oh, witches right. in that movie. <laughs> 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 uh, well, but I remember on that episode you said that if you wanted to come back, you wanted to come back for this oh, movie. Oh yeah. Yes, but, I did. Uh, why? Because I didn't know I didn't know anything about this movie, but I'm assuming you did. No, I think also when we did that last episode, I had done a job where the AD of that job was the AD of this movie. And he oh. was telling me stories about this movie. And he told me the best story. I don't want to I don't want to ruin this part yet because I think we're gonna get into it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can save it. So yeah. but you had you had uh, oh, a, I, just an inkling that yes. this was gonna be a special one. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh Mr. Cage did not disappoint on this no. one. I mean, I I was excited to um like I feel like right off the bat this revealed to me that this was gonna be it was gonna be bad. Like it's gonna be a, a really like like there's no there's we'll give no it away <laughs> two ways about it. But it was gonna be like crazy bad and not boring bad, which right. um, you know, we we've been in the boring bad swamp for a while now. So um, th- this is, I mean, uh, besides the Spider Verse, the the last one that we did and Mandy, that was great. but um, those are great, yeah. Well, could we start with just like the crustiest slow mo I've ever seen? You open the movie <laughs> with literally, there's like it fades in. The title of the movie is already waiting for you, and it's over the crustiest slow mo I've ever seen. 
and it's yeah. and it, it just doesn't stop. And I think if a movie opens with crusty slow mo, you have a cinematic masterpiece. I think that's the rule. I mean, I, it, I, yeah, it, it <laughs> looks like a European student film. Yeah, like the, yes. the intro. Like. <laughs> And I mean, while we're talking just like technical, like giveaways that this is <laughs> something special, um, I liked the fact that the text was all done in like, it, it wasn't Times New Roman, but it was some just shitty serif font that looks like it was done in iMovie. Like there's yep. no style to it. No. And the rest of the movie, really. No, I mean, yeah, like down down the line. I But this... The, the thing is, is that this is an auteur production. Like, <laughs> I, I, well, see, 100%. And I think that's what kept it, like, as engaging as it was, like, a, a good, bad movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was that's, just that's that. That's what's special. That, that you could tell the director was just going for... She had a vision. This. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she had that one, but she had a vision for sure. Yeah, no, that and that is, I mean... There's, I guess there's a lot of things that, that separate this from, I don't know, the frozen ground or whatever the fuck, you know, but, um, but yeah, the, the sort of overarching thing that separates it is that, um, this wasn't like, uh, 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 well, okay. Once again, this is a, not a first time director, but a second time director and Cage has been working oh. almost strictly with first time directors in this uh, period of his career, <laughs> um, because they let him do risks. whatever he wants. No, I, I think it's just because right. the reins are off and he can just kind of do whatever he wants. But a lot of the time, what that means is just kind of he cashes a check and he memorizes the lines and says them and then he's out. But yeah. um, he's clearly having Boy, a lot of fun Boy, does he say here. them. Oh, my <laughs> he, God. Dude, the lines, he says the dude. fuck out of them. Oh, my God. The lines are... I wrote, like, I have, like, four pages of notes and I think maybe, like, three-fourths of it is, like, every line that I was like, What? I know. Did you, too. did you fucking really just say that out loud? Like the first one that gave it away where I knew that I was in for like a good cage performance, good quotation marks, was the one where he's like, uh, hey, here's my wife and daughter. Oops, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> to a woman he just met. Yeah, he's just like, and also in when he's giving that line, and this is something that is consistent, I realized with this movie is that the framing of this fucking movie <laughs> is so fucking bad that the DP so just, like, just like locked it off on a fucking shitty plastic tripod and he like leaves it there and like the actors like move so like their head and like their body to like the left corner and they're like talking to somebody and the DP's like, ah, fuck it, leave it. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, we got coverage, we do like three times different angles. But like every time there's like, there's dialogue between two people, people start like floating like sometimes like an, like half their face is like cut off. <laughs> I, I think that might be just come from uh like design by necessity because yeah. I think that with with the with a uh, movie like this where Cage is just basically sleepwalking through the whole thing, uh -huh. you really only get one or two takes out of it. <laughs> right. So you really have to maximize the coverage because he's he might not do more and and they're not going to be the same anyway. Right. Well, I, the ones I would say did. even more than that, I, I think this is like, and talking about the kind of hard to define like auteur quality to this, I think it's like <laughs> a, a a mixture of like, yes, that like ne pure necessity 
and a mixture of people, you know, people who either know better but don't care and people who don't know better and do care a lot but think that this is an artistic choice that they're making. Because, like, uh, like th- this has, like, pretty arty um, – uh, it, it's trying to be an art film, I would say, yes, yeah. but also, also a horror kind of thriller film. I, I think of the the biggest uh, giveaway of, I guess, the the needle it was trying to thread for me was seeing that um, the Maria Polera, the writer, director, producer, <laughs> uh, visionary <laughs> behind this, um, hit up uh, Angelo Badalamenti to to make music for it. Oh um, man! So. Yeah. I th- I think that like l- clearly like David Lynch is like so uh, some that's the sandbox that she is trying to play in. Yeah, and you can tell because there's in some of the scenes of dialogue they say things almost like with no affect, almost like really flat. They'll give line readings that are really flat with weird pacing, yes. which is something that David Lynch does. But right. that on its own. Is makes for a very boring, like slow oh, yeah. scene. You know what I mean? Right. Without all yeah. the other stuff that he does going on. <laughs> yeah, you you can't you can't just like you said, like put a camera on a tripod and point it at actors who sort of like just say say things like they're they're all just having separate dreams and <laughs> sleepwalking. And it's then like she put, saw like, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, once, and she was like, it's "Oh, like, okay, this, yes, this they're onto something here. This is good. I will replicate it, this." And and like in the hospital, there's a scene where they're just like sitting on the bench and having a conversation. Uh, Franco Patenta and Nicolas Cage are doing that, and then this like I and I had seen the Battle of Menti credit, so I was like, "What? When is his music going to come in?" And then there was like literally like a Twin Peaks like just apropos of not like it doesn't fit anything. I was like, "You can't just." It was like the rejected demos from Twin Peaks. You know what I mean? Where like Battle of Menti was like, "Oh." I, oh man, I need a cue for this thing. Uh, yeah, he goes to the library and like pulls a Twin Peaks CDR it, off the shelf. He's like, <laughs> there might be some beats on here I could use. <laughs> right, and and Maria's like, I know exactly how to use that. I've seen a David Lynch film. It's just a bunch of crazy shit happening. Right. <laughs> it's a little jazz. And there's sometimes crazy shit happening, but it's mostly just like Cage just doing it's his all Cage-isms. Cage though. Yeah, everyone all else the crazy is like shit a is cardboard. Cage. Is just a fucking cardboard. Like those I, two I, biker bros. I like when they like roll through and they're like their bloodshot eyes. They for sure smoked a bowl right before coming. Oh yeah, they, they look so stoned. <laughs> they look so stoned, and I know you know one of them's supposed to be, but like uh, their line delivery, I literally I couldn't believe it. I was just like, wait, no one said stop. Maybe you want to just try a little bit. Maybe you want to just do it again. Let's take it from the top. They're like, nah. Let's say the DP is also on the tripod. He's like, fuck it, leave it. <laughs> They shot the rehearsal and then they were like, okay, that's good, I guess. <laughs> well, and and I have to say, like, um, I read like four or five interviews with Maria Polera, mm-hmm. and this is the movie she wanted to deliver. Like she is happy and excited about oh, this cool. finished product. Like I mean, more power to her, honestly, because not absolutely. many filmmakers can say that about their movies no yeah, i mean she most <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean she she said that um it was originally edited by somebody who like didn't get what she was she wanted of to course. do it and, made too um, much sense 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, like, and her producer is a guy named David Hillary, who also produced Dog Eat Dog. Mm. Um, and um, he knew editor Tim Solano, who edited Dying of the Light. So the, and, and uh, they both knew, I think, so David Hillary got, was the one who got Nicolas Cage involved and um, Tim Solano, the, uh, the editor, like re-edited it to, you know, what to fit her vision. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess like she wrote this role for Nicolas Cage and um that makes it so much better knowing that and and it was sort of baked in the idea that she was gonna let cage sort of you know run wild and then uh you know build it around that and i guess the original editor was like this doesn't make any damn sense like let's try to make this a a normal movie but um she says that she saw it there's probably just so much b-roll of cage just fucking around on oh my god there's let's make a movie out of that no, but this is this is, has been a story that uh, I feel like we've heard uh, several times, except it's gone the other way, that, like, G- Cage will complain that, like, all the stuff that got left on the floor was, like, the editing room floor was, like, good, and that this isn't, you know, the final movie is not the one that he signed on to. And it does seem like some sort of, like, boring sort of, like, made-by-committee thing that sort of you can't you can't say, like, why was this made? You know, it just sort of feels like this weird mush. And this, like, this is an artistic statement of some kind like this is the, <laughs> this is the movie that it was trying to be and it doesn't make any fucking sense uh in a in a i think the way it thinks it is but right um but more power to everybody involved in um making art yeah uh, and it i guess art. but like art. honestly if there was uh like what late period cage movies what I have to recommend to someone like to, like the that I think like the worst ones are, I would yeah. probably recommend this one out of like the last maybe ten that we watched as the worst. It no, it's not the worst, but what I mean is it's like the most. Uh, it's the most. Uh, <laughs> it is a hundred percent the most. No, but like it it has it has a specificity to it that a lot of the other really bad ones don't, which yeah. makes it more of a slog to get through them. You know, like right. I like yes, th- yes, there were definitely boring rough patches in this one, but no, but I had a blast always, watching it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and like Cage always brought you back in every time. Every, so, he yeah. literally held this motherfucker down because yeah. like. There's even moments in time in this movie where he stops saying lines and just makes a noise and just makes a noise repeatedly like 10 times. And then there's like silence. And then she answers the person he's making the noise. She answers to that and no one talks about it. And that's it. And the scene keeps going. And I was like, okay, so this is the best movie I've ever seen. (laughs) I, I have to, I have to say that Penelope Mitchell, who plays the daughter, she kind of, I, I, she brought it to. I, I'm not saying it worked, but <laughs> no. she like she went for it. Like no, she, she did, she did. She really went for it. It was so, it was so cringy though. Can, can like, we just, some okay. of that stuff? <laughs> we need to. Okay, let's just get into. We're like not. We're like being around the bush here. Let's get into yeah. the meat of this because yeah. what, bringing her up brings up the craziest part about this fucking movie, and that's the fucking. <laughs> There's so much fucking <laughs> yeah, in this movie, and it's like 
full naked cage on a fully naked young oh girl that probably does not want full naked cage <laughs> on her. <laughs> and she goes and, for it. And she goes for it. No, I was I, I started keeping a tally. I I uh there's like I'd say I think seven sex scenes in it. There's so much fucking and they're all each one is more outrageous than the last. Yeah. Yes. It truly ends in the the one to end to rule them all, like the fucking Lord of the Rings, like when he reads the fucking poetry. <laughs> no, we'll get book. to it. We'll okay, get okay. to it. Okay, we'll okay, get okay. to it. Yeah, let's yeah. just work our way up there. But it's fucking wild. Yeah. Um well I, I guess so if if Cage holds it together and <laughs> Penelope Mitchell uh either tries to sink it or or elevate it, uh, she but went just goes for it. go she goes for it. <laughs> Uh, Franca Patente, who's the other uh, star of this, she, right. I don't know what she is doing. This is no. like <laughs> some of the worst. And she, like, I, I was like, I know her. And like, yeah. I was like, who is this German woman in the middle of Mobile, <laughs> Alabama? Like, what is, why is she there? And I, so she was Lola from Run, Lola, Run. Yeah. And has been in a, a bunch of other stuff that I remember her being, you know, She's Fine. good. She's yeah, good. She's, yeah, but she, she does holy things. shit, yeah. she is so bad in this. And I, I don't know if it's the script, the directing, or the editing, or her, and the you know, it's maybe yeah. all of the above. But it really did not work out for her. We're like Cage was no. just like, I'm off script. I'm off book. And you could tell that he's like improvise. Like there's times where like they're supposed to be like romantic and like it's like nice and lovey dovey. And like you can see that he's like doing shit. And that's like taking her by surprise, but like yeah, not yeah. like not the character, but like the actor's like, oh, I'm I'm dancing now. Oh My- well, and I think that's genuinely an issue for a lot of Cage's leading yes. ladies, mm-hmm. is that they don't they they can't contain React. the beast. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like like there's only there's only so much one actress can do against <laughs> the like torrential downpour of Nicolas Cage all over a, a movie like this. Right. They, they don't know what to do and that comes through in the performance a lot right. of the time. I, so one of the interviews I read with him about this was the interviewer was like it seems like there's some scenes of like real joy for you like where you're really like you're really <laughs> laughing like then he's talking about the scene the scene where Franca Patente and he are smoking pot and uh, classic scene classic great classic. scene classic and, scene and, and then the uh, even more classic scene of the water fight between him and Penelope Mitchell oh, set to uh, yeah. Marilyn Manson <laughs> highlight reel like yeah. of all of all time of like yeah. cage scenes for yeah. sure. Oh, really yes. fantastic! I can't believe I've never but, seen that before. Like I should have known. Like I feel existed. like that that yeah. would have been in the cage culture he's, that I would have dumping. Seen. He's dumping water on her and he's going golden shower. <laughs> <laughs> but but he like in in the interview like they're like it seems like you're having like a lot of fun and he's like well the things that are funny to me are kind of like fucked up like weird things and making people uncomfortable and making them squirm so i think in those scenes like something i was doing something or saying something or doing something that made someone uncomfortable and it was making me laugh and i was like yeah that does seem to be exactly what's happening because franca patente is like 
holding on for a dear life just being yeah. like what are <laughs> meanwhile like uh maria Polera's behind the camera or whatever she's like you're fucking now you're fucking you love it <laughs> take your clothes off you're yeah. fucking yeah. now and, and uh, my my favorite like thing that felt like a pure like where i you know i i always like to like point out the things that i'm like i know that that was a an ad lib from cage just because yeah. i feel like i know his brain well enough now yeah. was when they're fucking the second time and he's and he's like um, I want you to say fuck me like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. Oh He's yeah, like, say fuck me, fuck me like do it like Linda Blair, like yeah. Yahoo. Yeah, and I, I was like, that's him. <laughs> that was not in the script. That's hundred percent no. him because he does the same fucking thing in The Rock, the Michael Bay movie. Where yeah, he's having sex with his wife and he's like peach, peach sorbet, <laughs> peach sorbet. Because he like and the auto and the commentary you can you can hear him talk about it. And he's like. I just like the way those words sounded at the time. So he's like, I just wanted to say that when we were fucking. So like that is a hundred percent. The Linda Blair thing is a hundred percent that. And I think he just does that. I think when he's fucking, he's got to do something like to say something fucking totally like that has no, makes no sense to the scene. Well, clearly just, because they're in no, in none of the sex scenes in this movie, it does. He look like he is engaged in the actual like no. sexual act. Like he's always no. doing some other weird thing. Like he's, he's like reading clowning around. Or he's like, <laughs> Oh dude, I'm getting all the flashes of all the fucking fucking in this movie, dude. And it's, and it's crazy. Cause I can't <laughs> decipher when they happen or when to who, but like, I remember like there's a weird crazy one <laughs> where like she opens the door uh and her daughter and Cage are fucking but Cage is fully clothed in his leather pants <laughs> and his yeah. shitty black fucking tank top and she's fully naked and like it's from behind Cage so you can just see like her naked body like right. clinging onto his and he's just like you just see his like ass in the leather pants and he's just they're just fucking standing up and i was like i and then it just cuts and then it's the next scene i there's so many questions i have with that but is the zipper down like <laughs> the, the leather pants stay on yeah the leather yeah. pants stay on um okay well here's a little insight um so maria palermo uh or palera wrote this role for cage and she she said that uh her idea of this character that he completely nailed was a uh, quote Jim Morrison trucker. Oh, yeah. I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. With the uh, with the, um, and so that's why the leopard print speedo, I guess. And oh. and she, <laughs> she you fully you see you see like the full outline of Cage's oh, yeah. in this I've, movie. Now I you can we can all say now that we've seen we've Cage's seen his cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um polera said that like she has a great costume designer a quote great costume designer who always knows what she wants um Mm -hmm. and uh but it was cage's idea to to wear all of the rings (laughs) the rings were his yeah of course it was yeah and the boots were uh, who i mean probably but uh he uh her she didn't go further into this but she says that um she also had an idea that all the characters in the movie are animals and that Nick Cage was like, yes, there's a gator in here. I'm a man gator. Um, which <laughs> oh, is right. why he wears the alligator shirt and probably why there's that scene early on. This was the, you were talking about the line where you realized that like, this was going to be special. Yeah. And for, for me, <laughs> it was when he stops the guy in the, in the truck stop bathroom <laughs> from choking Franco Patente. And he says, 
we don't hurt women down south in not a southern accent. Like he yeah. slips in and out. He goes, yeah, yeah. he goes, next time wrestle a man gator. <laughs> <laughs> that one is so good. I have that one. That one is too good. It's it's too good. <laughs> Oops, they're dead. <laughs> Oops, they're dead. Dude, the, okay, can we actually let's backtrack just a little bit? Can we just talk about because now we brought it up, but can we just talk about how rough Cage looks in this? Like he looks oh, like shit, dude. He yeah. looks so bad. And like he looks like what is it? The they're called the woolly willy, the like the magnet, the fucking with the metal shavings where you're like yeah. putting the fucking facial hair. That's what he looks like. He looks That's like some so <laughs> he looks so bad. And like I'm sure that I was like the hat that he's wearing, I looked it up and it's like some diner in oh, New you Orleans. Did? I was like, yeah. And it's like it's Turkey sure, and like, the Wolf. Yeah, Turkey and the Wolf. It's a yeah. trucker hat that says Turkey and the Wolf. Turkey and the Wolf. Yeah, it's just a diner in New Orleans. And he's, I'm sure that he frequents whenever he's out there. But sure. um, yeah, no, he. It, the thing is, like when I saw him, I I was got worried for him. But I then I realized this movie is from 2018, so everything was chill. Our man's <laughs> married for the fifth time. So, yeah, 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 he's doing great. <laughs> but it, the, his costume and his look to me when I was watching, I was like, this to me feels like the most accurate. Uh, depiction of cage in real life <laughs> like this is like, what he just, would look like just how he is out in the wild yeah, on, a, yeah. on a daily basis <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean the yeah i would say the sartorial jump from uh real cage to this character is not as far as one would think <laughs> if they didn't know anything about his private life <laughs> like uh i feel like he might just own those leather pants and that yes. hat is definitely his yes. yeah i it, but like i don't i don't want to buy Body shame uh, our our man for no. uh, for aging, um, you know true, it's true, true, true. all of that. Uh, you, you know we're, we're all gonna get there, but like he <laughs> for someone who like takes a lot of time to like exercise, like loves exercise and uh, tries to kind of like hold his shit together. Like he looks like he's been on I would say like a year long bender. Like he looks <laughs> he Ooh. looks so rough. He looks like out of shape just unkempt and like kind of only partially like mentally there <laughs> like he's enough <laughs> of a pro that he still knows the lines he's there he's improvising because being on set is like the like breathing to him but right. like i <laughs> he he seems he looks rough yes i mean that so and and that's why i think it's on purpose too because like uh-huh. I mean some of it is obviously sure. not all of it but yeah. like I but I do appreciate that he didn't you know try to make himself look too nice before he showed up to work you know <laughs> right. probably oh, just no. like thinking it would feed into the character anyway because yeah. you don't really know anything about this guy other than no. his wife and daughter died in a fire that I don't fr- I don't remember who started and why and what the fuck happened I no, like we'll, to, we'll get but, there we'll yeah. get there I, I guess I guess maybe the the closing thing. I mean, the the real thing is that everybody looks like shit in this movie. Like, and well, yeah. there's a there's a degree of it that's like that is really on lighting and makeup and uh, <laughs> all all of that because like because it's shot like a soap opera too. So all the yes. lighting is really flat and. <laughs> just like on dv so like there's a lot of like blown out lighting that looks like too like blue or just like 
bad and and like flat yeah just flat and uh yeah it's a very flaccid looking movie yeah, they yeah. Did a, whoever shot it i'm sorry but that movie is butt ugly um i okay the thing about the cage thing yeah let the man live i'm not dissing <laughs> like i'm not gonna diss the guy but i will say one thing it only becomes a problem to me but when like all the female characters in this movie are like down to fuck the shit out of him yes and, like, and right. when he takes off his shirt she's like oh yeah you're oh your i know body and i was like wait can we just be honest <laughs> with ourselves like a pot belly <laughs> yeah. can i we know just be honest yeah she she's like she's like you're gonna sleep on the couch or whatever they're kind of like flirting and he like takes off his shirt he's like but i sleep in the nude and yeah. you're like <laughs> that's like, not don't, don't yeah don't yeah. put it back on dude you can Maybe. go to the couch with your wife beater and it'll still have sex um, and, and all of the bad tattoos too that, oh, he, ha- God, that he has dude. are those not his real tattoos no no, no. not at all oh, i, fuck, I hope bummed. that i hope that's that franca patente's tattoos aren't hers either because they both have some act really accurately trashy tattoos yeah I, well if those are not real then that's actually really impressive because i like looked at both of them and i was like yeah, those are the tattoos. Those make sense on those yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, should we? I guess we should get into the plot, but I'm guess, almost like yeah. daunted to do it because it only. <laughs> there is no plot till literally like two thirds into the movie. Like it's introduced, I guess, in the beginning, and then right. the movie just floats for a really long time. Just like well, well it it inter- it introduces like a high concept device. And then it kind of like (laughs) drops it. I mean, it's doing something with it, but it doesn't let you know what it's doing until about halfway through. And so it Mm -hmm. just sort of, you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then it, and then it all picks up and start, then you, then you see exactly what it's doing and you're like, what? Yes. (laughs) And then then it just goes explained to you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. it, It gets explicitly explained and then it ends with almost a complete non sequitur. Okay, I can't yeah. wait to talk about yeah. that part. But that, it's I literally cannot wait to talk about that part. But we have to we have to work my, our way there. My jaw dropped. But like, yeah. So like you said, like it, it starts with yeah the, that like real real choppy slow mo of um, a flashback yeah. of uh, a, a teenage girl floating in a frozen pond or something and then um yeah. and then cut to present day and nick cage is a trucker um l- looking like he uh he's like a roadie at the whiskey a go-go <laughs> and, <laughs> like present day <laughs> like <laughs> looking yeah, the like whiskey the whiskey a go-go's clothes so it's just a homeless yeah. man pretending to be the by the bodyguard or whatever. Right, or not even a not even a roadie. He's like he's like the accounts manager at the Viper Room now. But <laughs> yes, right, like, right. Anyway, he he's like goes into like an AMPM, and uh, there's some the, the dialogue. Like I can't even do it justice. But uh, <laughs> but already like the the guy behind the counter, he's like been a long time joe and and he goes just ring it up ricardo and dude i love that line dude and and, uh nothing more on that character or what the history is like that doesn't play in his ass crack like the shot opens on his ass crack the establishing shot is like inside of his ass crack is this man's crack that we will never get to know we don't even get the like buy him dinner. We just see into his ass, and then they have that's, that encounter, and that's it. Technically, the first sex scene. Yeah, uh, 
that shot is actually why it got the R rating. Not right. the, you know, because it's but. so graphically in this man's crack that no camera's gone there before in the film. <laughs> and um, but then uh, Nick Cage, Joe, he hears uh, it's a scuffle in the bathroom, and he he busts in, and Franca Patente is being choked out in a stall by some dude. So Cage beats him up and tries to save her. And she's like, what are you doing? You ruined it. And then they... It's a good impression the, of the accent. Yeah, the, next, the next, like, I would say, like, five minutes of uh, kind of expository dialogue is so confusing. Because yes. she, like, somehow we get from there to him taking her home. It's, it's somewhere in there. It's established that she... <laughs> She, she was the little girl right. floating in the frozen pond and yeah. um, that oh. by simulating drowning, she's found that she could like pass into bit pass between worlds as it were oh. in, into the, into the afterlife wow. or something and do something. It's not, it's, it, it, they sort of gloss over it. They sort of like yada, yada, yada it in a way where like, wait, what? And <laughs> yeah, and happens, they don't explain it at all. Like you this basically happens throughout the whole movie as like different characters get introduced to this idea of like passing between the, the veil of life and death and spirits and like blah, 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 blah. Like, um, just about every character just kind of accepts it. They're like, uh, uh-huh, Oh sure. Yes. Okay. Because right. she explains her thing to like a couple people in the movie, and every time she explains it, they don't ask for an elaboration. They yeah, don't like that's you know up. like there's no they have no question about yeah, it. Like, they okay, just cool. accept what she's telling them pretty much right <laughs> off the bat. You know, and this is the like weird string of dialogue where she's like, she's like, "You ruined it. My daughter's in a coma. I don't have much time." And <laughs> and he's like, "So much information. Oh, they oh, just yeah, throw the everything is, at you." They cut to the fucking bike riding before you even mention the daughter. Like in that fucking Seven Eleven or something, don't they just like cut to like yeah. the, like the people on the motorcycles, and you're like, "Huh." Huh? And then, and then she like gets like the phone call, and then she mentions like, "Oh, my daughter was in a motorcycle accident." And then you're like, "Okay, so was that who we saw?" I was so confused because it's like she's in the bathroom stall, she's getting choked out. I thought the guy that was choking her was this truck driver, another truck driver. And like when they go outside and start having conversations, start explaining the whole thing or whatever, she starts climbing the truck. I was like, "Wait, I thought she's stealing this guy's truck." Right. The guy that was was choking her out. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. but then she's a truck driver. Yeah, she's also a truck driver, but that they never, they never they, say that. Though. Well, that's the crazy thing is they don't explain who any of these characters are ever, or <laughs> no. they're just yeah. suddenly on screen. Like Cage, Cage has zero uh, exposition about his character at all. He's just all of a sudden in a truck stop and then saving a woman from getting choked. Right. No, the exposition right. that they give him is he's on a phone call with somebody just being like, I don't have any money. I still don't have any money. You know, he's in debt to someone. And then he, she's like, he save, saves her or whatever. And she's like, my daughter, she's in a coma. I don't have much time. And he's like, my family, what about my family or something? And he's like, oops, they're dead. Like that's the right. exposition. <laughs> and, and then, then he's like, I'll give I'm going to Biloxi. Like I'll give you a ride or something. And you're just like, okay. Yeah, he um, just loves drinking alcohol and yeah. taking painkillers or uh, some kind of meth or speed yeah. or some shit. Yeah, like, like all truck speed. drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trucker speed. But like, you, if we didn't see Cage in a truck at the beginning of the movie, like, his, 
I, you know, he'd just be like some ran, like to me, some he'd just be like bag. some drift, yeah, some dirtbag <laughs> drifter or some shit. But like, that's the minimal amount of, you're right, of like character development. It's just like, oh, uh, he, he has trucker hat. He, he drank booze. He, yeah. he looked bad. He and, dead. And, and he, and that he lost his, his daughter and his right. wife in a fire. So, but that's not really, I mean, that's more of yeah. just a plot device for the convoluted storyline than like a thing that really serves his character. Like that, and that's, right. and that's all we get. Well, that's also the totality of his identity too. Yeah. It's just yeah. that his wife and daughter are dead. Like are that's dead, all and he likes know. to drink. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and that's all right. you're going to know. He doesn't that's have any. He doesn't know. have anything else going on in his life besides being broke and suddenly meeting this weird woman who can, you know, pass beyond the veil, and and he's just like, okay, cool, and do I'm nothing. Your, I'm your there. boyfriend. Yeah, and do nothing. <laughs> um, she, yeah, she can go to the afterlife, but she just chills. She just hangs out. She just like, what's up? Right. I, I, that's a, kind what's of the up, big my, the the thing that they really should have explained was that like what was she trying to do because like yeah she she likes to go and just like talk politics or something with <laughs> angels or demons or what's up does it, at one point cage asks if she sees only people she knew or other people and she says sometimes both but then that's it and and you're like oh okay. right, right like i thought i thought that that conversation then was going to give us more info about Absolutely not. That situation. Absolutely not. No, but that no, would be too but, much. but not at all. Well, they go yeah. they, they go to the hospital where her daughter Billy is in a coma, and <clears throat> then she uh, Franca Patente gets Cage to choke her out uh, uh, again. She's like, I don't usually do this that twice was in fucking crazy twice in a day, but like let's <laughs> let's go. And then there's a we- lot of quick. Oh, my connection just dropped. Um, oh. I can. I was gonna say you. real quick. There's a lot of quick choking sessions. Is it that easy to just get a stranger to find a stranger to choke you? Well, when you find a stranger, <laughs> he's a, he's a man gator. Like, yeah, he's a man gator. It's just like, hey, quickly come into this hallway where there's no cameras and just choke me out real quick. And he's like, oh, oh, all right. <laughs> I think there's supposed to be like a, a sexual element to it, but again, like they don't really have sexual chemistry and any any of the sex scenes or anything cage seems to be on another plane he seems oh, to be yeah. between worlds himself he's so. <laughs> always between worlds but okay so so this is the one scene where we get to sort of see what she does when she she has uses this power and it's she just sort of like stands there and sees a woman her like <laughs> you know also standing there and it's just a bunch of quick cuts or something and then she's like oh i'm exhausted like but um and then her daughter comes out of the coma yeah but um i I mean should i just give away the twist without like i don't want to tease it out no i mean i think we should get into it because i had a there was a fundamental issue with that sequence for me was that uh cage's wife and the the daughter billy look exactly alike yes and in that scene i did not decipher that it was a different individual that was standing in same. the room with her i was same. like oh, if that's i had really read soul. yeah that's if Billy's i hadn't soul. read yeah. the description of the plot ahead of time i would not yeah. have understood that i <laughs> well, thought and- i also thought it was the same the same person 
when we yeah. haven't had any like establishing time with Billy. Like she's just been in a coma, like on a right. th- she's just a thin blonde, you know, conventionally pretty right. woman. So nor nor have we gotten that with Cage's dead wife and right. kid. Right. <laughs> so we have like the little photo that we see, but it's like two seconds, and he's like, they're dead. Oops. Um, <laughs> so then like we have no like clear like vision of like who these people are where they are like spatially and then in the story and emotionally uh... emotionally i mean the whole movie i could say that for and just about anything but um yeah it's wild yeah so okay so yeah keep going no 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 you you go ahead i'm i i just want to like i there okay no i won't give i won't give it away yet but they're they're good so She's fine. She comes out of the coma, but she like gets is super intense, and she's like, she's like, "Don't leave me. I'm not good when I'm on my own," or something to Cage, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, okay. I don't know what's happening. Uh, let me go get your mom." And um, <laughs> then they they take uh, Billy home, where she will convalesce, and just about the whole rest of the movie happens in this little house. Oh, but I should say before they go, they have a, a short encounter with a magical black woman who, um, yes. <laughs> I, I, I believe is supposed to have maybe, I don't know. I, I voodoo powers. I say that's just cause she has a French accent. That's all I know. Right. She, she's a nurse. But also is she real though? Is she really real? I, is that also know. ambiguous? I, I, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. And she says, what does she say? She's like, on the way out. Um, she's like, uh, somebody's in there or something. But oh, oh, she, he goes, be careful with her. She's been to the other side. And uh-huh. But again, this is a character we, uh, we don't know anything about. And then she's there and then she's gone. <laughs> and then she's gone. Yes. Um, so oh, she comes back, though. Oh, she, you better believe yeah. she comes back. No, yeah, well, she has to, uh, like any, like, magical black character, she has to come back at least once to help direct the white people on their journey (laughs) back into the plot and and clarify some stuff that she knows somehow through her magic. (laughs) Yeah, take a massive expo dump on the audience. Um, yeah, because uh, Franca Patente finds her again when she's just smoking, like chain smoking in her car with the windows up. <laughs> cut <laughs> between, just... cut between the best sex scene of the movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so some uh, somewhere around here, like there, uh, Cage and Franca Patente just start boning like crazy. Um, yeah. The uh, the first in the first I mean, he time he basically moves in with her after they come home from the hospital, right? Yeah. Basically, she just like, yeah, I'm here now. I I like that he's like he's like I I you know my wife has been dead for a little while. I don't even know how to have sex, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'll teach you, and then. It immediately he's just fucking <laughs> raw dogging her from the back. Yes, yeah, so with, hard. And and he's naked except trucker hat, the rings, yep. the necklace. That yep. all stays on. Dude, that's that's you gotta a true leave the rings cage on classic. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's how they stay on your fucking fingers, man. You can't lose that shit. <laughs> I hope they do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and and uh, he, but he's like he stays with them for a little bit, and uh, he's you know uh, this has been a nice little vacation from his life of which we don't know anything else. But he's like, yeah, I gotta get this <laughs> this shipment of whatever to Biloxi. <laughs> um, the, yeah. yeah, it's three days late, 
and he, he gets there and uh you know his the manager at the shipping depot or whatever has had it he's like they're, they're like repoing his truck and uh <laughs> yeah, why is he shocked him. though can i just say why is he shocked that yeah, like you can't just he's take like three <laughs> You can't just have a shipment of anything and just take be like, I'm three days late. Sorry. Uh, pay me in full. He's like, what? You're fucking late, homie. I'm not yeah. going to pay you $20 and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you asshole. Uh, he says one of my favorite lines somewhere around here. Uh, Cage is, says, a man without a truck isn't a man. <laughs> yeah, it's a good lane. Good lane. Good line. Good lane, too, though. It's a, yeah, it's a good lane. But uh, why do they even bring that? Because it the never comes back to the no. fact that his, no, he just that, is this thing is this like a thing that happens and then he has that like one phone call later where he's like yeah you could you yeah you took my everything you go to hell <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it, it. <laughs> that's, that's it. it but it doesn't factor in it doesn't move the plot forward at all it doesn't factor into any greater no he's just like know. it becomes more of like just like it plays into the cliche trucker guy character right. well, and, and, and has got nothing you know. Right. When there's a part where Franca Picente goes for him to go get his stuff that was in the truck, like they didn't let him get his personal affects, and somehow maybe because right. she's also a trucker, I don't know, it's done without any dialogue, but she goes to get his stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. he's uh, fucking her daughter, <laughs> but um, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's coming. It, oh, it's coming. It's oh, it's coming, baby. It's coming. <laughs> The daughter now, Billy, is like convalescing. Uh, my roommate Kate pointed out that um, in literally every scene, she has like a full face of makeup with like a smoky eye, which was yeah, fun. totally. <laughs> I noticed that too. She was like fully done up and in every single scene, and she's yeah. she starts like seducing Cage like blatantly in a way that like her <laughs> her whole affect is just really sinister and weird yeah she's um, just really horny she's, she's just so, so horny. fucking horned up for him and the, <laughs> i mean and the first scene that it happens in like blatantly is they're watching like a nature documentary and this is like th this is <laughs> yes. a, like a, oh, a, man, one of my yeah. favorite like bad movie things like a bad movie trope where they're watching uh like a symbolically significant thing that's just blatantly obvious they're they're watching a like a female lion like attacking a water buffalo and you just get yeah. a little one little clip of of dialogue from the narrator on screen who's like it's like the female is the most dangerous of the species or whatever like <laughs> <laughs> she, she kills for pleasure or whatever and right. and she reaches over and puts like an afghan blanket over them and starts Dude, this part oh. made me so uncomfortable she, she starts like <laughs> rubbing on cage's li little nubbin <laughs> and um, dude his face the whole time though is I was so watching, fucking funny I was his face, his he's, face. Like, he's like trying to because behind him like he's like not trying to get found out obviously so he keeps like shooting glances he's just like a teenage boy he's like that like found yeah he's like oh and like found like the porno mag under his parents his dad's bed or whatever well, side of the bed yeah because it's like because meanwhile, Franca Patente is right behind them in the kitchen with a, a, a tray that has 
like a raw dead rabbit or like <laughs> squirrel or something on it. Just I like I like the rabbit. I was like, wait, what? That yeah. can we not? She like comes out. You want to help me with this rabbit that I just killed? <laughs> and like fucking skin. And, and meanwhile, he's just getting like a dry hand job on the couch. <laughs> the driest hand job, and it doesn't seem like it feels good. He just doesn't want to get caught. He's just like. You know, just like making sure he's not found out or anything. And but there's, it doesn't there's seem no, like it's like pleasure. There's no after. No yeah, there's no pleasure, yeah, yeah, there's, and there's no. I don't know if he comes or anything. There's just it. Like that's the end of the scene. <laughs> Do you want to help me with this? Like no. Oh, and the daughter's like she's like I hate okra. I never told you that I didn't like it, but I don't like it. And meanwhile, like wick, 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 wick. <laughs> he's like I love okra. Okra's great. <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um, yeah so i mean this is the beginning of like where for me this movie really just like skyrocketed and as far <laughs> as like my 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 favorite cage movies and performances like the like from the in the house when the love kind of triangle starts and the fucking begins <laughs> is when this <laughs> Is when this movie lifts off into the stratosphere. Yeah, yeah goes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, let's uh, let's get. There's just a bunch of fucking between uh, Cage yes. and the daughter. Uh, he has yeah. another sex scene with Franca Patente after like. Yep. He's he's already like banging the daughter. That's really uncomfortable. She like sucks yes. his fingers in a way that's like. It I was like me- I. I what was written in the script and what was was done in the moment and what was regretted afterwards? <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to know because I was like, his, his, whoever wrote this, have they ever had sex before? No, literally. <laughs> it was like, it, it, Kate no. was all, she's like, she's like, they haven't ever smoked weed. They haven't ever had sex. Yeah, they call but weed like, beautiful, by the way. What narcs? Yeah. They're like smoking <laughs> weed, like this weed, this beautiful weed. I was well, like, you guys are, well, never no, he, weed yeah, he, he's, he, they're both they're both smoking. They're sitting on the floor in their underwear, Franco Patente and Cage, and they're smoking separate joints. And yep. he, they they both they both rolled their own joint, and yeah. they're laughing in a way that somebody would laugh in like a after school special. He's just like, and and he's like he's like this weed is beautiful, and she's like it better be. I got it from Mike. He's a dealer. They like have the like the undercover mic like that's the code word. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Like they like the the sting operation outside. He said beautiful. He said beautiful. Go now. Go now. Go now. I just love that. That you know it's legit because we got it from a dealer. Yeah, <laughs> I like cigarettes that smell like marijuana. Is this a marijuana cigarette? <laughs> oh, this will make you feel so funny. This is the jazziest yeah. cigarette you've ever had. <laughs> Uh, and they just they lose it on goo goo eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what sets them off. Is this like they talk about goo goo eyes, and then Cage just doesn't stop laughing. To be fair, maybe maybe those characters never have smoked weed before, and or maybe Mike's weed just is that fire. Like, that's true. Yeah, but like Fi- he might have the plug, amped dude. up <laughs> on speed all the time, though. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they're getting fucked up on other stuff. Yeah, so, he's yeah. drinking you know, and, and like doing rails of speed. So I mean there's true. there's a couple scenes where he's walking around with a Jack Daniels bottle and just taking like swigs from it. The I whole fucking time. love that shit. Or when he takes swigs from the like prescription <laughs> drugs given the like to Billy or whatever, yeah. he just like takes a swig behind uh yeah. Frank, Frank while they're back. while they're he's hugging. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, mm, don't mind if I do. And then he slaps his own ass and goes, giddy up. You know, like yes. that's the kind of movie this is. Is like that happens uh, every other line. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's God, it's great. I'm I'm enjoying it even more just thinking about it. I know. Well, this is the thing. Is like I was kind of weary at first, and then when, the more we talk about it, I'm like, man, this shit was amazing. It actually was like, really <laughs> fucking good. No, it's it, it's like a perfect like cult bad movie. Yeah, I think. it is. And yeah. def- definitely in terms of Cage, like the kind of bad Cage movies that are actually enjoyable to yeah, watch, when, as when, opposed to The Runner. I don't know. Yeah, th- this is <laughs> right. this is Cage in like his most his most like memeable form. Like every single like moment is like you know is made oh, for yeah. the internet to just like digest because he's he's just going so hard so hard all the time like he's just like not well like, he's just like <laughs> not fucking well i had to take that he's got like 50 chins man yeah i know i know and like you said it's covered in just the w- weakest stubble like just the, the weakest, weird just someone just fucking like dusted off their pubes on his face with yeah. like some elmer's glue <laughs> Um, all right, I I think it's time to talk about like the sex scene in A plus ultra, like the the one to beat all of them. Um, oh, the the one to rule them all. Yes, yeah. we must we must talk about because it it's the most meta ass thing too. Yeah, do you like, want to describe it? Well, I mean, <clears throat> to describe it, yeah, I mean, this it happens a few times because it's like it's intercut well, between like a montage it's, of it's fucking. It's like four. It's like four different sex scenes at once. <laughs> And yes. yeah, and he he and and Billy are are like boning, and then she's like, "Read to me from memories." <laughs> and, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> right, and and then we get like a, a sequence of different them fucking in different places, and him right. st- him reading from the same book, which is a book of poetry written by the actor Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Which so, is the best thing of all time? So recited. This, no, keep bye. going. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, it, it 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 it's hard to it's hard to really do this justice and explain it in a way that um because I, I I had like it, this is one of the few things I knew about this movie was I I had heard that this happened in it and I was like I, I thought that maybe this it, it was a book that he had actually published or something. Um, but it's not, (laughs) um, he, he, this was something that I think he came up with on set and he literally wrote it like that. The poetry that he reads was written by him on set. So it really, it really sounds like it. It really sounds like on set poetry, like right before they shoot the take. (laughs) I I wrote, I wrote it down. This is, this is what he says. He says, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it it gets really good. He, He says, your peach, peach. Here we go. Your peach, peach. Ju- peach. Well, and first, like you said, in the rock, peach sorbet. Not to mention wild at heart. I could eat a peach for hours. Yeah, he this loves that thing. word, dude. This, this is, is a, a for thing. sure thing. He says, mm-hmm. "Your peach juice cascaded over and upon my golden cock." Yes, I, <laughs> I knew that. 
I knew then that we were a family, our tribe, our heat melting the snow beneath us on top of the mountain as the inwood applauded. And then that's the line where he like, <laughs> he like <Yeah>. busts. <laughs> Open up the pit. Um, yeah, that's like, it's surely the most insane shit I've ever seen. And I've seen some insane shit in my life. And that scene in particular, I was just like, I mean, that might be the epitome of Nicolas Cage is that scene. That, yeah, right that, that might be. That might be. That that's might not, be it. I don't think we. I don't think we might. I don't think we're gonna get something as, as like powerful as Cage playing a character <laughs> named Joe Majors, <laughs> fucking someone <laughs> while reciting <laughs> a poetry book written by the actor Nicolas Cage. That it, it, you know? it, yeah, yeah. And I had I had heard that this happened, and so I I um I read this interview piece with this is this is Maria Polera describing how that came about the this is an interview with pophorror.com and uh mm-hmm. and they're like i was wondering what the significance of the book he reads from entitled memories by nicholas cage and she says basically we, uh, you guys will have to tell me if this makes sense to you he says basically <laughs> we wanted to create a tie-in to make it believable that billy was actually mary we could have put something in like her liking blueberry pancakes but that wouldn't have been specific enough we wanted to put in something very specific and weird to fit the outrageous tone of the film so nicholas came up with the great idea of this book and he sat down and he wrote this poetry which is quite unique he's like a performance artist he's absolutely amazing working with him is like Dr. Documenting a performance artist. So we had the art director make the book and we used it as a way of tying together the connection of Joe and Mary. And it is such a unique characteristic to tie in the intimacy between the two characters on such a personal level while making it that much more believable that she is actually Mary. Ugh, what so, the fuck? So just like a, that. <laughs> a couple things. I think she yeah. might protest a little too much about the the believability that this adds to anything. <laughs> um, and also, like, I like that she's like, we had our art director, like, uh, make this. And the book, <laughs> the book, it's like an eight and a half by 11, like, page, just blue yeah. construction paper that just says... Yep. Memories by Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah, it's in like, the same like plain ass font that was at the front of the movie. It would get laughed oh, yes. out of a zine fair. Oh, um, absolutely. No, so, dude. Honestly, Cage should publish a zine of yes. his poetry. Yes. Okay. So, fo- <laughs> following love, up, I would read it. Here, here's what Cage himself said about it. He said, mm-hmm. well, I thought it was extremely funny. And anytime you can break the fourth wall, pushing the envelope in terms of traditional or narrative is an experiment worthy of trying. I had never done anything like that to read a book by the actor who is playing the character. <laughs> I, I was inspired by the novels of Henry Miller, <laughs> Tropic of oh, Cancer, no. Tropic of Capricorn. <laughs> I, I always thought that they were not only sensual, but hilarious in terms of the braggadocio of Henry Miller, that he would go into great detail about his adventures in the sensual realm and I wanted to bring a little of that humor to Between Worlds. You know, this is why he can get away with with that because then he says that and then you go... Well, that was a load of horseshit, but okay, but let's that go. Rules, yeah. <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but let's do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's why he is who he is because you watch the scene and you're like, I'm watching a f- truly unhinged human being that maybe 
should be, you know, committed to a like, mental asylum. Yeah, is he? Someone <laughs> should do a wellness check on him. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But then, in a, and then, like in an interview, like articulates that there is like a fucking like a huge meaning behind every yeah. choice that he yes. makes and every yes. movement and every hair flip. And then I go, all right. I'll I'll buy I buy it. Fuck sure. It. Yeah. Like, like the fact that he can explain that away with multiple artistic layers is <laughs> I know. just I know. I, I I it's it's hard for me to know how much of that is like something that he actually thinks about and how much of it is uh where he uh like reverse engineers it. I know where, right. where I, you know what yes. I mean? Where he thinks, oh, I want to do this in a movie, but and then, and then he has to think about uh, the explanation for why the reasoning, he justifies right, it. Yeah. Right. I feel like he's just so elevated that, like, it just, you know, that was just another day on set for him. But, like, he had the opportunity to just, you know, to play around and do this thing. And that he will just follow his muse to just kind of wherever he feels like he wants it to go. But he is so connected with it that when someone is like, why the fuck did you do that? He could say... He can look at the choice that he made, and he's like, "Oh, it's because I I love the Incredible Hulk, you know, and he used to do this thing, and so yeah, like, like he right. can pull it out, and it's it's horseshit, right. but it's also real, and it doesn't justify it at all, and yet right. it also does because that rules, like like you said, it's the most Nicolas Cage thing. Like, where else? Who else? Who else? No one else no one would else. ever think to do that. No one else. Like all the other actors that are in the same league now as him kind of like doing those like independent VOD kind of, you know. Yeah. Not once do they ever think like, you know, they might be like given more leeway because like they're the only star or whatever in this fucking shitty little movie. But not once do you, I think they would ever go, hmm, you know, I, I want to like read a book that I've written <laughs> By my just right, now. <laughs> right now, right now, and I'm gonna just write it on a piece of paper and put it in like a folder, and we're just gonna get a little shot of it, and then you know, and and then everyone's like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever you want. That's the weird like, trade off. That's the weird trade off of him working with these like really bad directors too. Is that it? He they're stoked to let him do that. <laughs> you well, know, I would be so stoked. This is the thing. Like if I was that director and cage was like starting to throw whatever into like the ether and just be like, I'm going to try this, this, and this, I'd be like, absolutely. You tried this, this, and this, I don't want you to do anything else. Like, I, just <laughs> yeah. want, I just want you to keep trying weird shit, you know, because <laughs> we're going to be like the most memeified movie of all time. If you keep just going at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's just crazy, and and he's truly the only person I think that can get away with it. And like I still respect him, and it's yeah. weird because now I just know every inch of his body. I just yeah, know yeah. every, every mm. orifice and hole and <laughs> and lump. <laughs> it really is shocking how much of his like skin they actually show in the movie. Dude, he's butt fucking naked and he's humping with like a limp dick into an, another naked actress. It's like, I was like looking at it and I paused and I had to go back and it's like, there is no like covering of any sort. That man is raw dogging it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I... I love when when uh, she Franca Patente catches him fucking her daughter, and then he like confronts her, and he's got the like 
t-shirt <laughs> hanging over his pot belly and he's got the like l- l- tiger print like g-string or whatever with his, l- his limp dick and <laughs> just kind of you, you know it's not hanging there it's like li- it's like yeah. small enough that it's just kind of sticking out like pointing out at her and <laughs> and she's like she's like i don't even want to hear your voice like you're ugly or whatever and he's just what does he say he's he's, he kind of looks down he's like i think he's like shocked he's like i don't know why you would say something like yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and like is looking at his cheetah print speedo by the way the (laughs) shot before that before they go outside and have that whole argument is one of those other shots where i'm saying like the framing like where the dp just set up the shot and then just like walked off set or something (laughs) and went to lunch like it went to lunch, like, just like, do not touch it. I don't know what <laughs> accent that is, but but there's that shot where he comes out of that room with his cheetah speedo, and it's, like, on, like, a shelf or something, and it's just, like, dick level. So all, And he's yeah. got, like, a T-shirt on, but it's, like, not covering his dick, so I'm just staring into Cage's dick, yeah, like, yeah. cheetah print dick, and it just stays, and he's having a conversation, and the and the shot doesn't change. It doesn't for like move. A few seconds. Yeah, it doesn't move. It just stays on his dick <laughs> while he delivers the beginning of his line. Yeah, this is the that that's like the poor man's version of the the lizard cam from Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trouser that's snake so good. cam. Fucking, I love that. That is my favorite shit, though. That's another thing. But yeah. Uh. Well, uh, all right. So, so the twist, as uh, was kind of revealed by me reading that justification for this ridiculous choice, is that um, when Franca Patente got choked out in the hospital and went between worlds, somehow that ushered in the spirit of Cage's late wife, Mary, to possess her daughter, Billy, her body. Billy is, is stuck on the other side, and now Mary is here acting like a complete psycho. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, she's sort of pretty early on after giving Cage just the driest hand job in full sight of <laughs> this woman. Um, she's just like, it's me, Mary, your wife. Like, here's a couple details that um, prove it to you. And which is so funny then that she had to then, she was like, oh, we need the poetry book scene to show that they have an intimate connection that uh, only they could share. Cause it's like, <laughs> I think you already proved it or not. Like, yeah, but yeah. Kate, Cage just accepts it so yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, so oh, quick. Oh, oh we're so quick to accept. He's like, oh, you, you're my wife? Oh, hell yeah. We're fucking now. <laughs> he's like, that rules because you're in the body of like an 18 year old. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Oh God. Um, all the scenes, like I was laughing, but also I was cringing really hard. Cause mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I think too much about, you know, the, the behind the scenes shit. And yeah, like, cause you, you, same. Cause you, when you've been on set that much, yeah. you picture, you can't not picture what the, that was actually like to be there. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like the mindset and just like the whole thing, like, they probably like made it like a closed set, like only who needed to be there could be there. But even still with just like all those little details, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And like how she's like literally like like a third of his age. And he's just like just pumping her so much. <laughs> For a really long time. For like <laughs> 10 full minutes of the movie. Yeah. And like, yeah, like if you put all the sex scenes together, it's like maybe 25 minutes of that movie. <laughs> 
You, do you remember the one, the one where they're fucking and she's she's like, talk dirty to me, and he's like, "You're such a tart. You're such a little tart." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh God! God bless him. There is also a line. This is this is kind of a tangent, but there's a line that made me like I was drinking a beverage, and when this line happened, I literally spat, like a spit take. But I I think Cage is offered a beer by someone. I forget who. They're like, "Do you want a beer?" And then he like doesn't even blink or like wait a second, and he goes, "Does the Tin Man have a sheet metal cock?" Yes. I was like, "What?" I wrote fuck? that down too. <laughs> I was like, what kind of world is that? Just like a regular saying that people say. Yeah. Also, well, I'm going to start metal? saying it now. Yeah. Sheet metal cock. It's sheet metal. So, so it's it's really thin. Yeah. What, really thin. Wouldn't it be like a, a like a, a, a pipe or like a, a dowel or, or something? Like why? No, it's just like a it's like a four by eight sheet piece of sheet metal. Just <laughs> just like. Hanging between his legs. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's just so fucking ridiculous. So silly. Ridiculous. That I, so I silly. feel like that was another uh cage ad lib. Um, oh yeah. It had to be. It had, no, at that there's no way a human being with any kind of sanity would have written that down and been like, yep. Print. So, <laughs> yeah, cut print. Um so yeah, in the middle of that uh, the 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 grand uh sex scene where uh he's reciting uh Nicolas Cage's poetry uh to her um like you said Franca Patente goes back to the magical black woman. I don't know how she finds her. I don't know if they know each other in any sort of way. She just well, literally This is why I'm wondering a, if she's real because a, it seems right. very far fetched to me <laughs> well, that yeah, she we would just, right. go we back to the hospital and find that same nurse. That she's never seen again since then. <laughs> we we cut yeah. to a shot inside of the nurse's car, and like I said, she's like hot boxing it with a cigarette. <laughs> like, it smells so bad in there, probably so like so just like so gross. Rough. And <laughs> and then Frank you know it's not the first time she's done that. She does no, that like no. every day for years. Yeah, that's her quiet place. That's her like fifteen minute break every like hour. Or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and then Frank Potente is just like duck, 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 like knocking on the window, like. Hey, like, um, and the nurse looks just kind of like annoyed, just like pissed off. She's like, "Okay, like, get into my car." Uh, yeah. So what happened was, uh, they went between where, like, she, <laughs> she just spits some like voodoo knowledge, and then, th- and that's it. Like, th- now everyone's on the same page. Um, yeah, I and yeah, it just except the audience, really, except, yeah, except the audience, us. right, right. And this is kind of where the movie really just kind of jumps the shark a bit. Cause once that is explained, well, there's like the, the, the biker bros who we just barely mentioned, like come back in a huge way. Yeah. For like the literally for like the sixth act of this fucking movie. Right. There's, right. <laughs> that's like where after everything is explained that like Cage's wife is possessed this 18 year old girl and uh, wants to take Cage back with her to to the, the house to, or, or to, the, the, to the house. She's like, let's go home to that. The house that was like burned out um, where they where, grew. Yeah, so where they died. What was, well, okay. So I tuned out. What's the backstory. Did the wife accidentally like fall asleep with a cigarette in her hand and like yeah. burnt the house down? Yeah. No, no. Right? I thought, I thought she did it deliberately. Well, Oh, right. But that is what, that is what's said later. Right. But it's initially presented as like, 
an oh, accident yeah, and yeah. They, they both die or whatever but right. then like later is like no i actually wanted to kill to our daughter her, yeah and hurt to hurt you, you? yeah to hurt you mr cage yeah because he because he was on the road too much or something um yeah that's the that yeah that's which the is next like maybe reveal. yeah like yeah. honey let's sit down and talk about your schedule i don't know why you would jump immediately to like burning murdering <laughs> your child and burning they're the house down dude. like yeah, yeah, children are expendable she doesn't seem well um and no so like but yeah before that's revealed to cage she's like she's like let's run away let's go home and she fucking like franca patente comes back in and she's like you're fucking my daughter what's up this sucks yeah and he's <laughs> like no actually it's my dead wife um but so it's cool yeah we no it's it's all good and uh <laughs> and um there's not really much room left uh to to explain anything because uh her mary the uh, possessed daughter just clocks franca patente in the head with like a vase or something <laughs> and then with her yeah with her motorcycle helmet oh with which, her helmet oh right you yeah, know yeah. ties it all together not uh-huh. really all, but <laughs> and and uh then they go to the drug den of uh of the the weed dealers Mike why and, did they have whatever, to what yeah. why did they tag this scene on there like I don't is there a know, reason that dude. this happens <laughs> i don't know also he's in a speedo too the drug dealer dude why is all and just i like, saw his his pp you know what i mean dude, like i'm, I'm so like, tired of the female gaze you know <laughs> objectifying <laughs> treating nick cage like a sex symbol just making these young no. men <laughs> no. i no there's these unrealistic, you know, there, there's these unrealistic expectations set for the size <laughs> yeah, of your true. package based on yes. all of these cheetah print thongs that you see know, guys dude. wearing nowadays. You know, come to think of it, Cage was in like the t-shirt and tidy whities in Mandy. It's kind of, it's yeah. like, it's, it's kind of his look. Yeah. Similar look. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, there, yeah, I don't know why this scene happens, but uh, they bust into the drug den um, she, Mary slash Billy comes in pretending to not be a possessed ghost. And then, um, <laughs> I, I don't know what the plan, like, I don't know what they discussed beforehand. Cause she's like, she comes in and she's acting super weird. She's like, I just had to get out of my house. Like my mom was like suffocating me like, man, what a bummer. And, and, uh, you know, one of the guys is like, Hey, well, if you're hungry, this is another like like have you ever smoked weed before or been around yeah. people? She's like, if you're hungry, we have Miracle Whip and fruit roll ups. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and uh, this is and, what our favorite food is, dude. Come yeah, on, this, this is how it we, is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what we got in the fridge. And, so and, we got in the fridge, dude. <laughs> and uh, she's like, hmm, okay. Like, and you're like, what's their plan? And then Cage just comes in and fucking like shoots him. <laughs> just Yeah, okay. What the fuck? And, and my favorite thing is like the guy takes a bullet to the belly and then instantly just dies. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no like the slowest just gets shot in the belly. Way to he die. just goes <laughs> That's a long, painful death. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the most painful death, probably. And like also like it would take so long for you to bleed out. And like, it's just like overnight, just like fuck it. Or like overnight in like two seconds, the gunshot goes off and he's dead. Yeah. I, I didn't it. even see a blood stain. I mean, no. like I, I, I think it was the way cage was standing over him. It was hard to tell. Yeah. Well, he like but, falls oh, yeah. onto him on the couch and is like into his, into his belly. Yeah. And then there's the sound effect of the gunshot and then that's it. Like there's no visual cue or anything. No. 
like no, all, like all of a sudden he's dead. Um, and, and why? So, but what did they get out of that? Did they take money? Was that it? Did they rob them? I don't remember. Well, yeah, but they were going to rob them initially, and the the um, cage killing him it like went sideways. That wasn't supposed to happen. That ruined it. Okay, so that terrible plan goes down. I, I guess I don't know what they were trying to do, but um, that's what they do do. And uh, then they go to the house. Uh, Cage and um, the Billy slash Mary go to um, the burned out house, which I guess is just there. Nobody is really looking after yeah. it or taking care of it. I was um, going to say, no one leaves a house like that after it's <laughs> been burned. Or and something. also, how like... long has it been? Like, is Cage just sitting on that property? Yeah, like, he doesn't yeah, try does to sell it? it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's broke. Like, shouldn't he, like... I, well, who knows? Um, and this, I, I don't know. I'm he actually I inherited a bunch of real estate from his parents. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, somebody else uh, described this this last scene. I can't even uh, try to keep it straight. It's no. Well, it's <laughs> there's so much that happens <laughs> in the end of this movie, dude. That's where like so like I have such detailed notes right of this whole fucking movie, and then this last scene I have like. I just like wrote the twist, sad <laughs> bastard, leather pants, <laughs> cage and Jack in the box. Yeah, that was my, huh. that was mine too. <laughs> and then of course, holy fuck, burning cage. So, uh, those are like, <laughs> so those are like my last four notes. And like, basically I guess, uh, cage finds out that his wife actually burnt the house down oh purpose. oh well yeah and he finds that out because franca patente and the mike the the surviving drug dealer biker who they don't kill he like comes right. to her house he's like why did your daughter and your friend like kill my friend and she's like <laughs> she's like well it's it's actually she's possessed by a ghost let's go well but also so she explains that she's possessed by a ghost and then doesn't she also explain like her weird ability to him yes as well <laughs> yes. so she she's like i see she's like why did you like the last answers to that question that he ever thought he would get <laughs> and then he just accepts both of the experts. Oh, yeah. He's like, right. okay, like, great. Word. Let's get in the car and go stop them. Then. Yeah, he's like, God, oh, we gotta go. <laughs> uh, and but yeah. he has to keep saying like, this is crazy. But he also <laughs> just totally accepts it. He's just like, that was he crazy. Ask, but let's go. He doesn't ask one question. No, he's like, That's no one. Wild. When when any of these supernatural scenarios are ever explained to anyone in the movie, yeah. no one asks any questions ever. No, no one's it. curious. They just go, all right. Yeah, they're sure. like, man, life's what? funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's a trip. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. So this, this so lead, then, yeah. so then they like drive to the house, yeah. right? And then Cage is inside, and he's like mourning his dead daughter. Mm-hmm. Cause she's and, still there, like her body's still like smoking and hot. What? Not really though, but there is a there's a shot of the daughter. I thought like the smoking body of the daughter. Am I wrong? Am I imagining this? No, no. But I, I think that was like in Cage's like a memory. Flashback, of, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like a flashback. I think. Oh wow, but, dude, this movie's too highbrow for me. Yeah, man. God I, damn it. I, I think what you're seeing is a, a a link between worlds, the world of the dead between and the world, world of the living. That's yeah. why it's called. Okay, yeah. I get it now. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Um. Yeah, and so continue, continue. This, yeah, this, continue, continue, Miles. 
Okay, so at, at this point, I kind of lose it. So so basically, Cage is like crawling around on the ground. Yeah. Uh, and he's like holding a doll. Like his he's holding the jack of the box. Oh, and, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's like saying his daughter's in name in, in the funniest way possible. I know. I wish, I'm not going to try to imitate it, but he keeps repeating Sarah. her name like over and over and over again it's while he's like crying so, with the jack in the box. So funny. It's and really it goes good. on for way too long. Like it goes on for like way, way, way longer than it should. It looks like they just kept rolling and Cage wasn't stopping. So they were yes. just like, okay, just just let it go. Like get the whole thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then so what was so well, uh, well so th- there's this denouement, like Franca Patente goes in there and she's like, she's like, give me back my daughter or whatever. And um and Mary the ghost is something along the lines of, you know, she's she's like, no. But also, like, I killed our daughter. <laughs> like, I'm the villain. <laughs> like, What a weird twist to just throw in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Maybe not even 10 minutes, like eight minutes left of this movie. And they're like, just kidding. I'm I'm bad. I mm-hmm. killed our child. What are you going to do now, you stupid trucker? Fucking well, and David it's also Blaine looking ass. Right. <laughs> and it's also the kind of twist that doesn't need to happen like no, it doesn't in the do sense anything that, <laughs> doesn't do in anything the sense that to the we movie. already have one twist in the movie yeah like there's already there, there's already a paranormal twist happening we don't then need another twist that was not set up right. she explains right. it and then that and then you'd have that information no and yeah. the yeah, movie she, ends basically <laughs> yeah because she's yeah. like if anyone's gonna shoot this sad bastard it's gonna be me, the real villain, <laughs> and, and it's like what? Okay, um, I guess. And somewhere in there, Franca Patente also gets gut shot. R.I.P. Yes, she's dead now. And that's the kill shot in this movie. If you get shot in the belly, good night, Irene. Say, like, you know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. good. Goodbye. <laughs> that's it. One shot in the belly, and you're gone. Um, but she instantly dies too. Like she's gone, and then she like falls over. And then onto Billy or something on the couch or some shit, and well, no, because then some somehow somehow Billy comes back. I think I think yeah, wait, oh how oh does that even oh happen? she no, she see dies. this I also completely didn't understand this completely well, I think went over my Franca head. Franca Patente dies, goes to the other side, and has some moment with Mary slash Billy. But again, it's not defined how any of this works. But right, something about that confrontation let's billy come back she just even like she just like talks to her in a hallway like they're really far away she's like hey and she's like hey yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, literally and that's it that's like the whole thing there's you not like there'd a, be some kind of standoff or yeah. like some kind of emotional payoff between the two of them but or even just a conversation like, that look like, at each other yeah and then that's she, it like oh it didn't see there uh you're you're here that's weird uh yeah that's weird how we're both between worlds yeah. right now right <laughs> this is this is pretty crazy and then yeah she's like i'm mad at you yeah <laughs> but then yeah she wakes up and mike is there and he's he, she's like where am i is that his name i, I think <laughs> so mike i keep saying that i think it is no i hope it is i don't if it's I, not it's equally as generic as yeah mike. yeah and and he's like, wait, where did we meet? She's like, shop class. He's like, oh, okay, cool. You're not the ghost anymore. You're you're the woman I love. And yay, uh, yay. <laughs> um, but who cares about that? Because meanwhile, <laughs> right. Let's get to the the best. Let's get to part the right real here. meat of it. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, uh, our man, the star of the show, is still holding the jack of the box. Uh, he go, goes to the road. He's overcome with grief and the revelation that his his trucking ways led his wife to kill their daughter and um, whatever. And in herself, in herself I guess too. Yeah, and uh, he th- a, a really unexpected music cue. Um, yes. <laughs> what? Wait, could we? Oh, fuck. We forgot to talk about that black flag was playing during the like the dude bro scene, the stoners that are not. Oh, yeah, stoners. yeah, yeah. There's like straight up two black flag songs back to back. Well, and They're- this is also the weird thing about that is they are on. I have I have that record and those two uh-huh. songs are the first and second songs of the record. <laughs> like they just put the needle at the top of the black flag record and let the first yeah. two songs play. Like that's, that's the ca- whole, it was just such a weird music. It's cue. Such a, it is such a weird, there's so many music, like weird music cues in this movie too. And like, that must've cost a lot of money. I feel like getting black flag. And then yeah. this, the leader of the pack song that closes this fucking movie. Right. To what, like, to <laughs> who's that by again? Leader of the pack. Uh, Shangri Laws. Dave, you do you know this? Yes, the Shangri Laws. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yes. And, and they like. All right, but let's go back to this. Yeah, let's go back to this end scene. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, I mean, just to nitpick a little bit. I mean, I don't know why that song. Like, period. Like, what? That's that's a weird, like, loaded and like explicitly like a story song, and that has like a, makes a lot of use of a sound effect, which is a motorcycle revving, which is yeah. a, just a weird incongruous choice to have a song with a sound effect of another thing happening that's telling a story that's supposed to heighten this other visual story. So you hear a motorcycle revving and it's like, and he, he <laughs> Cage, Cage takes a fucking can of gasoline and just <laughs> pours it all over himself, just weeping. And, and pulls, pulls a sig, pulls a single sig out, and and uh, lights it, and lights himself on fire in just glorious CGI fire. It's um, so funny. It's so funny because he just like takes, he like lights it, but then he just pushes it into his belly. Yeah, like the it, the lid part, the belly of the kill shot, and like he just instantly like. It like engulfs in flames, dude. It, just like the whole thing just goes up, and he's not melting. He's not. He's <laughs> not melting or even visibly in pain. It's like just no. pure like stoic badassery. <laughs> he's just like just yeah. on. He's yeah, completely like, immolated. Like to me is that Cage like did that scene, but it was just the scene where he like lit a cigarette and then like put it out on himself. Yeah, and then. For some reason, maybe like the initial scene where he lit him, like where he actually lit himself on fire, or they rewrote the script and they couldn't get the reshoots. But I feel like that was not the original scene that they shot where he uh-huh. set himself on fire. Does that make right. sense? Because no, there's totally. no, like, there's there's nothing in his movements. There's no between, reaction. Yeah, yeah to, it's just like to be burned alive. Like, like one of the yeah. most. Worst ways to go, most painful deaths. And he's just he standing just, there as the like ghost rider like traveled down his body. <laughs> this is a prequel to Ghost Rider. <laughs> this is, Holy yeah, shit. This is how he came. Between worlds. Johnny he Blaze. Takes that Johnny Blaze. Yeah. This is it right here. 
I, I think in Cage's in, <laughs> in Cage's <laughs> mind, I think he was like he pours the gasoline, lights the cig, and then when he pushes it into his belly, I think he was picturing that's when they would add the CGI fire. Oh, right. But they but add they it when added, they add it when he yeah. lights the cig, which gives us like a good like ten or fifteen seconds of him just <laughs> just burning. Burning. Just, just <laughs> standing there. <laughs> It makes him look really dumb. Like, I'm sure, like, he was really betting on, like, yeah, the minute I push this into Mm -hmm. my stomach, that's when the flames start. But you're right. The minute he lights that motherfucker, the whole, his whole body catches on fire. So then when he pushes it into his stomach, I was like, wait, is he relighting it to smoke it better? Like, did it go out? I don't understand. Yeah, he (laughs) don't understand at all. He should, his skin should just be like blistering off. Like you don't have the presence (laughs) of mind of of having a poetic little like, and and the the flame goes out. Yeah, and I don't care how stoic and badass you are. And even if you've prepared to be stoic and badass as you're setting yourself on fire, you you're on fire you're on fire it's gonna, like, it's going it's, to hurt a lot and you're going to react in a way that, yeah you're not going to stand there and stare off pensively into like the middle distance i don't care who the fuck you are even if you are nicolas cage all right so so seemingly this would be the end of the story that is that has been told um between worlds and yes. and yet there is i Without exaggeration, I would say one of the most puzzling <laughs> button scenes uh, at the end of a movie that I've ever seen. I agree with that. I truly, I do. I still don't know. I don't, I know. Still don't know. I don't know what I they don't. were going for. Um, <laughs> we can we can dissect it. We could try. Well, if I remember right, um, <laughs> we it, suddenly we're in the kitchen of. Uh, people that we we uh, don't we don't know <laughs> suddenly we're in a home we've never seen with people we've, we've never, never seen, seen or before. heard about or t- <laughs> suddenly we are in a place that what what is it where what is any of this <laughs> and uh a, a man oh. and a woman are arguing the man is is berating her in a sort of abusive way and there's a teenage yep. boy listening to something on headphones in the hallway black flag and he absolutely. wait he's listening to black flag too and no yeah, just, well they only had the money for two black flag songs so it had to been one or the other they were like we, we'll, we'll just have to reuse them we don't have but we don't have the budget for more songs <laughs> yeah. so he's we listening can't get the third he's listening to the leader of the pack <laughs> and <laughs> um he and he comes into the the room the kitchen with a shotgun i think uh, yeah, he or, takes or his rifle. dad's or mom's shotgun from rifle. the cabinet. A, a yeah. rifle. And, and he points it at the guy, his, the dad or stepdad or whoever he's supposed to be. And, you know, it's just, it's like sort of like classic cliche, like kitchen sink shit. Like the guy's like, I didn't think that you had any n- nerve or whatever. Like, and she's like, no, don't do it. And yeah. he, and he shoots the guy. And the movie ends. <laughs> And the movie goes to black. So what What in the motherfucking shit is that ending? Is that uh, a thing? Are they trying to say like... Doesn't she call him Joe? The mom calls the boy Joe. She does? Does she call him Joe? Yeah, I think she says Joe. So I think the implication is that that is young Cage. 
But I don't uh, but I don't understand why that's significant or how that changes the meaning of that. Like I, I still don't know why that is the scene is there, but I think that we're sp- it's meant to be it's like a it's like it's showing here. his upbringing to show yeah, how, maybe why the he's reason, such a piece of shit. Right. Right. <laughs> maybe the, the reason that he is uh that feels you know. like it should make more sense, but now it makes less sense. I know. Well, I I originally was like, is this trying to say like a history repeats itself? Stupid I thing of like so, almost like this guy, this kid is gonna be between worlds. Or, I, yeah. Or the, or, I thought like I the de- I thought like someone would die and then maybe like Franca Patente's ghost or something would come back or Joe's <laughs> yeah boy, right or, yeah some right. like, like Star Wars hologram like use the yeah. force <laughs> <laughs> or. The or I mean the other way to look at it is that there is some it's some kind of like afterlife maybe where he is I don't know doomed to shoot his father over and over again like, like I I don't reliving like, his trauma yeah in the maybe something, something about like reliving his trauma or like like what? reliving the event that like made him that like turned him no bad I mean or something. whatever I it know. is it is the most batshit crazy way to end the movie because it really it just it makes in the context of anything else that's come before it has zero business being in this fucking movie which is really saying something yeah it is really saying something <laughs> yeah it is it is but it's the sort of thing that I mean talk about how this is D-list David Lynch uh-huh. like all the way from top to bottom but you know how Lynch does those weird things where he'll have side stories or a scene or two yeah, yeah. with other characters that doesn't yeah. really tie back into the main storyline? I almost feel like this was like a vestige of something like that in the script. And for whatever reason, then in editing, they tacked it onto the end. Like, well, we shot the thing. We should <laughs> might as well just put it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then hearing what Dave was saying about the director saying that like, this was her script and her vision. Yeah. I feel like that is so pointed that it had to have been there for a reason. It meant something to her. Clearly. If it's Joe, if you, if the kid is being called Joe, then it is a, uh, a scene, a flashback of Cage's character, but it's just like, to what extent? Like, why, why see this now? Why, why, we don't know. Why does it end the movie? Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> and I guess maybe that's the genius of it because here we are talking about it. And it was mm-hmm. so confusing when the movie ended. I audibly gasped. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yes, me too." It was over, and I think I think that I I definitely thought it. I might have said it out loud to my TV. Wait, is it over? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then wait, and then it cuts to maybe the best piece of music in the whole fucking movie. And this is not even me being like ironic or anything. Like the synth song that plays over the end credits is sick as fuck. <laughs> Where was that in the whole fucking movie? Like is I that like, Battle Mente? Did he do all yeah, that music yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> so well, I I I think uh, uh, that was an original from Ogre from Skinny Puppy because he also I guess contributed a couple originals to this. Oh, okay, okay, um, uh, that, okay. that makes sense. That's more. Yeah, um, but also. Why? Yes, why? Right. There's a lot of why in ultimately in this fucking movie, but uh, I mean, Maria Polera said that she had the Battle of Menti, like he he contributed the theme to it because he liked the movie. 
So I like I don't know if that I don't know to what extent that's true. <laughs> well, does, does she well, know what? him? <laughs> like, also he was in a position to. Are they friends? Right, exactly. Like, showed it to him. How did she have his the phone number? Done? That's so ridiculous. I mean, I, I guess if you're if him, you know, and all you've been shown is Lynch movies, then I guess <laughs> maybe Between Worlds is a good movie <laughs> because. <laughs> Because he's like, ah, yes, I recognize this. Right. Ah, yes, a movie. I have the perfect, yeah, a movie. <laughs> I have the perfect piece of music. I, I love, I love this idea of a of a universe where Angelo Badalamenti never has never <laughs> seen another, another film movie. except the ones <laughs> yeah, that he works on yeah. exclusively. <laughs> it's all Lynch movies. So his concept of film is just Lynch movies. <laughs> so if he saw anything normal, it would freak him the fuck. Yeah, out. he's like, like this shit. Like, weird <laughs> he saw 50 first dates he would shit a brick he would it'd be t- <laughs> but this is the this is the 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 truth i want to live or i want to believe i i want to believe that, that too um i mean but, could, yeah. let's let's get into just little stray little bits i i only have uh, one or two um, yes, please. The the first little bit of trivia is um, I wish I had more de- details about this. Like, um, wh- why, what did what did he do, uh, etc. But the there there was a medium on set um, named Phil Jordan. Not not any of the famous Phil Jordans who you may think of. It's just some guy named Phil Jordan who Maria Polera hired to be there. I guess as a uh, um, a professional who they could a, a consultant or something. Um, so yeah, just that's a that's a thing. Um, I looked I, I looked up his website. I can send it, uh, you guys a screenshot here real quick. Oh, I think yeah, you'll like this. I would love that. Mm, Hell yeah! Let me get my eyes on this. Um, my here, eyeballs. Here, here he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, what is what is this <laughs> dude this is exactly what i pictured too <laughs> <laughs> readings are offered as private sessions over the telephone through the mail at house parties and even in fundraising events <laughs> fun for the whole family <laughs> yeah you may also consider purchasing a reading as a unique gift idea yeah he's doing some sort of uh covid like house house parties thing there's something that's like covid house parties <laughs> through his website i didn't look into that doesn't sound dave safe. it was just your birthday wasn't it it was yeah okay oh yeah. so <laughs> i ha- so yeah i'm just saying i haven't gotten you a gift yet so <laughs> <laughs> um phil jordan dude <laughs> yeah send him around you know, I actually one of one of the best. This is a total tangent, but uh, my my friend Amber had a birthday years ago, and her boyfriend at the time, Rob, who was on, um, uh, and, oh yeah, uh, yeah, our, our uh, Superman, Superman episode. episode, yeah. Um, he one of the gifts he got her was uh, he hired a magician to just come to the party <laughs> and <laughs> and walk around. So we were all just like drinking and so in good. his house. And there was this guy, he was probably like six foot something with like a, a gray ponytail and just kind of a, a, a kind of a weird guy. 
and he would just kind of like enter a conversation where you you know you were like in the kitchen just like docking bullshitting and he was like do you want to see a coin trick or whatever and <laughs> and i got to say the tricks were amazing and it was one of the it was so good it made the party like it it elevated everything to have this stranger there who would just like pop in to whatever you were doing and just show you some sleight of hand that's kind of amazing. It just like accents any conversation at that point. You're just like having a conversation and like, hey, you want to see a, this coin disappear? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, well, but but crucially, it's a magician doing it for drunk people. As yeah, opposed, right. As, like, as opposed to just a drunk guy at a party that's like, hey, want to see some magic? I think he was drunk too. Also, as the party was going on, <laughs> okay, he totally. was definitely like double dipping. Like he was partying with us and, and performing. <laughs> Well, that's that's good. I mean, you know, at least he was having a good time. That's all that matters, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, though, now that you say that, it would be kind of amazing to just get a magician to come to just any mundane life bullshit. Just function. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just like you go to work and you hire a magician to come just hang out with you for 12 hours on set. <laughs> for real. And then <laughs> you know or like <laughs> just follows you around <laughs> yeah just like your one goal is just stick by me but you know just keep doing your thing but just stick by me you know um or like you know if someone had like a desk job you just bring the magician with you for the nine to five yeah the magician like goes hangs out by like the water tank or whatever yeah just, just <laughs> and like pick a card <laughs> pick a card like what who are you Someone comes in to like fill up on on their coffee, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, is this your card? Yeah, like, fuck you, get away from me." So wait, what other little tidbits do we do we have? Yeah, yeah. What what did you guys? Uh, what we, did you guys write? Well, down? we covered most of mine already in the conversation, but one thing I did want to mention is that this film apparently got a standing ovation at its premiere. What? Okay, well who who wrote who wrote that trivia? Was it the director? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it was in the IMDB trivia. So I love that. Yeah. It's gotta be true then, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean I have there's so many just scribbles in my notebook right now that because there is just so much in this movie that is psycho. But I remember the first sex scene. There's like a blatant boob shot where the camera goes from uh what's her name? God, I'm Franca her Patente. Name. Yeah, thank you. Goes from her face to her chest. Right to her tits. And yeah. then right to her tits. And then the next shot, she has a bra on. I know. <laughs> I know. They make a point. Like, they make a point to of, show. <laughs> to show the bra coming off. And, yeah. and then it's back on. And then it instantly. Because I'm sure she was like, okay, we can only do one of those. Flagrant. Like, I'm keeping my bra on for the rest of this movie. <laughs> That's the kind of um, like exciting editing that the, they brought in for the guys. Like, we're not, we're, we're doing non linear shit. <laughs> right. Um, the Three Days Later title, I mean, we didn't talk about that, but that made me laugh so hard. In a movie where there's like no titles or anything, <laughs> and then like halfway through the movie, it goes, Three days later. Why? Why? The movie's jumping around time the whole fucking time. And then for, for one stupid reason, halfway through it goes three days later, like a SpongeBob, like three days. <laughs> it's fucking And then it cuts to nonsense. It doesn't matter the three days went by. But yeah, I thought that was something I'd, I'd like to just, you know, add that. I, I like that. There's so much, dude. There's. I, I mean, the funny thing is there's like 10 different sentences where I said, 
I feel bad watching the sex scene. <laughs> the sex scene makes me feel bad. I, yeah, you know, none, none it, of it them goes on and on. None of them made me feel sexy. <laughs> no, it made my tummy hurt. Yeah. Well, you know how like sex scenes in a movie can be awkward depending on who you're watching it with. Yeah, well, I was sure. watching this alone, and I was making yeah. like myself uncomfortable watching the yeah, sex scene. Right. I, I, sh- I really shouldn't be watching. I was this. like, well, I was like, why am I watching this? <laughs> That's when you know. No, I'm actually. I, I watched this with my roommate, and I I was like, she was like, I'm probably gonna do something else, and I, it, we were like five minutes in. I was like. You might want to stick around because this feels like it's this feeling it's going somewhere, and I'm kind of well, glad. Well, you guys have that cage. Sorry, keep going. Oh yeah, we have that cage poster up. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I'm kind of glad that someone was there to witness it with me because I think I would have felt crazier watching it by myself. Well, because I it was one of those movies where I wanted I wish I had somebody to turn to. to yeah. Be like, did Me I, too, I dude. like am I hallucinating? Did I, I is I this mean, actually happening right now on screen? Like what? in a perfect world we could have watched this together on a I couch know. somewhere and we would have probably been dying we from have, laughter. We would we, we wouldn't have retained I, anything that happened. No, but, but we no, would have we'd had definitely a, be drinking yeah, as well. We would have had a much better time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had to just turn to my cat. You know, yeah. my cat was on the bed. I was like, did you fucking hear this crazy man? What he fucking just said? No, you don't understand English. You're a cat. Um, but like, yeah, I had no one to turn to. But even this is when I know this is a crazy and hilarious movie is that I was audibly laughing. Like I was making <laughs> yes. sounds. Yes. Like, ha ha, you make, you make funny out of my mouth. Like, yes, I, I, was I like, literally LOL <laughs> in yeah. a room by I myself. Don't, I don't do that. I, I literally do not LOL in When IRL you're alone. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very rare. So, you know, you got to savor the ones that really do it. And this is this is the one, dude. I mean, I haven't seen a cage movie, like a bad cage movie in a minute. I've had to take like a break from him. But this one was such a good one to come back to and to remind me that they still exist. These like the gems. Yeah. Some of them are yeah. still worth your time. Yeah. That's that's the like, this is. That's the job that we're we're trying to do here. And yeah, let me tell enough. you, we have sifted through two dozen that are not worth yeah. your time just to get oh. to this one gem. So I know, and it's, it, it feels please. great for me. I just get to come in on the good one. You guys have to suffer through the fucking trenches. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Well, I'm trying to think of like other movies. Like, thankfully, we didn't have anyone on the 211 episode. Yeah, um, yeah, that but, was. But we had Jake. Trash. We had Jake on the Seeking Vengeance, vengeance, or a, vengeance love story, a Love Story, yeah, which is just uh-huh. one of the. Uh, I, I I can't I mean, get yeah, into it. If yeah. you want to just listen to our episode, if you want to yeah, hear yeah, about yeah. it, but Such it's like it, it is really not just a bad movie, but it is one of the biggest bummers fucking sucks, like, ever really? of, of any movie that I've ever seen. It's just a feel bad <laughs> movie from like beginning to end. Well, it's just a movie about like sexual violence that has yeah. none of the capacity to deal with that. And so it's just like, Oh no. <laughs> oh, and, like, it's and, just all the bad. Yeah. And like Jake had been asking me for like months to come on an episode <laughs> and either we already had a guest or like there was, uh-huh. a, I don't know, for some reason this was, I gave him the option of two, or three like you didn't know from reading the synopsis what the actual tone in no, this movie was no, anyway totally, totally. like i'm just saying like some of the sometimes we have friends on certain episodes and i actually feel bad 
at that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm really, really sorry that you had to watch this movie for us. Oh, but you, so you funny. had insider information that you knew that this one would be fire, which is <laughs> right. now, dude. I like, had, I had a plug. What did what did the plug tell you on set? Like, yeah, well, no, there, like, just, can, you, can you get into the details without like blowing any uh, blowing up um, any spot? No, no, no. I mean, I God, I remember I talked about it so much better the first time we the the last one that we did. But uh, he just told me that basically he told me the poetry thing, oh, which was right. the you know he told he told me about like how Cage decided that he wanted to read his own poetry when he was having the sex scene, <laughs> and when he told me that I was like this is gonna be the best thing ever and that's why i was like you guys when you do this fucking movie i need to be on it because i need to see it and it didn't disappoint it was maybe even better because it had been so long since then but he was also talking about like shit like for his death scene he was trying to be a cat what and he (laughs) decided that he wanted to be a kitty cat and I realized that you only see like a snippet of what that was in the cut. Like when he's on the ground, he's like kind of crawling for a second. I yeah. think that's what he was starting to do. But the AD was saying that he did a whole thing where he crawled around the whole set. It was like meowing. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to see his... that death scene. Yeah. I, I, me too. I Where, was like, where's imagine the... that with the CGI fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He never stops burning. Where's the editor yeah. brave enough to do that cut? <laughs> Show us, show us the, Wait. show us the kitty cat cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cat cut, dude. We gotta hit up HBO Max and be like, I want Re- the cat cut. Release it, you coward. Hashtag release the cat cut. Yeah, we need eighty million for reshoots and re-edits. All right. Well, well. Um, speaking of the poetry, this this is the last little piece that I have. Um, I I don't know. I I don't know if this is even entertaining, but I just feel like I should provide it. Um, I, a lot of times recently when I've been reading the interviews that Cage gives for these movies, he talks about, uh, how he wants to play Captain Nemo, um, in a 20,000 <laughs> leagues under the Hell sea. Yeah. Um, this is, this is not that, um, uh, oh, but it, fuck, but, uh, they, they said they, in one of the many interviews uh, where they're like, what the fuck is up with the poetry thing? The person is like. If Memories by Nicolas Cage was a real memoir, what's the one anecdote you know for sure would be in it? And this is what he says. He says, It's no secret that I've been and still am a huge fan of Prince. I thought, like many of us, that he was a pure artist. I would and still do think uh, about what he would do. Like if I have a question about, should I do this or should I do that? I often think about what his perception would be, even though I didn't know him. But I was a fan and I would go to his concerts. And the best concert I ever saw was in England. I wrote him a letter thanking him for the wonderful music. I found out that he liked sherry. And when I was in New York making a movie, I went to a store in New York and I bought a bottle of sherry and I sent it to him with a note. Around the time that uh, I had been on deck with leaving Las Vegas and whatever happened in terms of the Oscars happened, I went to Elton's, he, Elton John's Hollywood Oscar party and uh, with Patricia Arquette, who he was with at the time. Um, and we walked in and there was Elton and he said, you know, Prince is here. Isn't he a genius? And I said, yeah, he's a genius. And he's one of my favorites of all time. So I walked through the party and Stevie Wonder was there. And I told him that I used to call Patricia my golden girl after the song. And he took her hand and serenaded the song to her. So I put the award on the table in front of Prince. And I remember asking him if he got my letter. And he said yes. And he was very happy that I was there. I never ask anyone for a picture. But I remember asking for one with Prince because of the monumental way that he motivated 
Jordan inspired me. I asked him for a picture and he said, no, I just can't. And I was in shock, but I understood and I still love him. I had read some of his interviews and I knew that he didn't like the idea of the photograph taking his soul. He was very sensitive about technology, but I still find it amazing that I got to meet one of my heroes when we had that exchange. That's a beautiful <laughs> that, That's the anecdote uh, that's going in memories. <laughs> That is the only one I want to know. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't even really know what to say about that because I feel like as an anecdote... There's nothing I can say. As an anecdote goes, like, it's nothing really happens in, in it. He, he doesn't even get the picture. He just kind of has no. a polite exchange. And, uh, yeah, he's just, like, fanboying out on Prince like yeah. any other person would. But it's him. Yeah, and it's funny. I almost just wonder if that guy asked that question and he was just like, what's a memory I like? This is a thing that happened once in my amazing life. Yeah, sure. How does he have these things on deck, dude, is the thing. Like, it seems like he's just like, you know, when he explains his choices, it just like he like whips the shit out of his ass or something, dude. Like, I don't understand, like, that anecdote. He didn't, how did he, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he just had that sitting yeah. for like a question. He's like, oh, I got you. Yeah. And also that wasn't the interviewer's question at all. No. At all. No. He's just like, <laughs> I all. love Prince, man. He was, he was great. Wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He was like probably right before he got the question asked to him. He was just thinking about Prince. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. just like, yeah. like, he's like, what would Prince he's like? Like Prince is a good guy, and he's like, "What was that question?" Oh, I got a story for you. I got, you know, Prince is sick. <laughs> oh, memories. That reminds me of this one memory. <laughs> it's I <have>. a memory. <laughs> the, the the book is just, just every this... memory. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, really, uh... the ultimate coup. You know how we're always talking about how we want a prop photo of of like a shitty photoshopped <laughs> prop photo of Cage, yes. dude. We should our our goal should be finding one of the um like hero poetry books that they oh used my God. in this movie. Like oh, if like yes. you can get one a... that was on set held by Cage on set during the show. Oh my god, you know his po you know his poetry is actually in that thing, and you know that it's not just yeah. that one line. You know that he just went off. Like it, he probably wrote the whole book. All right, well, guys, I'm a. I think my my phone's about to die, and so we this okay. we, we've run to a, almost two hours, so it's probably a, wow. a good time to cut off. Yeah, uh, Theo, before you go, can you give us a uh, can you give us another panther roar, please? Oh, oh, wait, um, actually, I'm sorry. Let's do this the right way. You have anything yeah, you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. What's what's going on? Yeah. Anything going on? Absolutely not. Eat the rich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Fuck them. All right. Let's. Uh, as always, follow us on Instagram yes. at Heat Seeking Panther. Uh, subscribe, like, rate like, us. Tell your friends. Um, just yeah. and enjoy Even life. If you tell your mom, tell, your moms. tell my mom, tell your moms. Um, Crossover between worlds. Find your dead wife and tell her about it. <laughs> um, find find a magical black nurse and tell her. Let's hear All it, baby. Right. I want to hear that roar. Yeah, you're not even a baby cub anymore. You're, you've right, been right. in the den for a long time now. Okay, hold on. Let me just frame up my cat so you can just kind of yeah. Oh, there we go. Ooh. Visualize. <laughs> I love that she like looked up. She was She's like, "What the fuck are you? What the fuck? That, what the fuck are you? That's, I thought you were a human. <laughs> that's like uh, that would be like if your cat turned to you and was like, "Hello." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Theo. Thank you, man. <laughs> of course. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a pleasure. <laughs>